see. Um, okay, we are live. All right, we are live. Welcome, everyone. I just have to quickly set up on my end. And thank you for tuning in again. Uh, this is the last three marketers show of the decade. You know, I was just reminded by Maverick just now. Seriously, it's already the last last few days of the decade. And, to, you know, uh, in, in a couple of days time, we are entering the new decade. Wow, it's so crazy that 2020 Episode 15. This is our episode 15. Welcome in, everyone. This is the Three Marketers Show. I'm your host, Jason, and uh, this is what we do, right? Every Wednesday at 10 p.m., we go live for an hour to discuss about one specific topic about digital marketing. So we try to go as broad as we can, and uh, we have been inviting awesome people to talk about specific topics since, um, you know, many weeks ago. And this week, we have a very, very heavyweight guest here. You know, he's probably the best guy to talk about copywriting. So... Um, you know, I know Maverick from a few joint classes that we did together through, through MDEC and all. So, I, but I, we didn't actually spend much time to talk, to discuss or to chat about how we can actually, you know, learn from each other. But I think Andrew knows Maverick a lot better. So before, you know, we pull in everything, we would have Andrew to actually do a quick introduction. But before that, if you have any questions regarding copywriting and anything you want to actually, you know, uh, address it to, you know, I want to post it over to Maverick and we have probably seek his advice. Feel free to always post in the comment section. We will pick up your questions and we will bring it up and, you know, and we will actually poke uh, Maverick and get whatever we can from his, you know, great mind over there, right? So, Andrew, you're out. Please share with us yeah. about Maverick. Sure. Right. Uh, I first received a cold email from Maverick, I think a couple of years back. And at that time, I was actually looking for, you know, uh, good Malaysian-based uh, copywriters I could learn. And when I saw that email, that, was, uh, that email was uh, promoting a course for a former radio DJ. Ah, Richard the Faber. Yes. But I wasn't, you know, end up, I wasn't, be, I wasn't interested in Richard, but instead I was interested in the guy who was promoting it. I said, okay, this guy, the way he writes his, his email is, is something different. You know? So that's how I went, to, uh, you know, went ahead and did the research. I went to your page, PD Labs, at that point. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and, uh, and, and that's how we, uh, we sort of got to know. I knew Maverick first before I got to know Jason, in actual fact. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so that was the, the Salango event. And uh, I've, uh, I've always looked up to, to Maverick because he's somehow or other, he's a, he has a talent with words. Uh, and, uh, you know, and he's witty as well. So, so his, his style of writing is, 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 is interesting to, to read. You, especially your Friday newsletter sometimes that you, that, that you have every Friday. Oh, yes. Yeah. But uh, so, so that's, that's how uh, we, I, when I was talking about, we were discussing about copywriting, the first name that came to mind uh, besides Kenneth. So I said, okay, I, I knew Maverick a bit more than Kenneth. So, you know, that's why I said, why don't we get our, our master copywriter to come on board and end uh, the year uh, before we start 2021. Yep. It's really the awesome way to end the year, man. Seriously. Now, Maverick, uh, we definitely talk about copywriting. Then we definitely have to start with the most important question. But before that, Maverick, can mm. you share with us a little bit more about what you are actually currently doing? You know, you were sharing about your latest coming new project next year. You know, is there anything that you would like to actually introduce yourself, share with us about, you know, please tell the audience a little bit more about your current project and things that's going to come. Oh, sure. Uh, so, hey, hey guys, I'm Eric here, co-founder of Authority Institute, uh, ex-Buddhist monk, single dad, college dropout, and 
uh, that's where I am today. So I uh, started nine businesses and together with my business partner, Datuk James, uh, he started AP over. So I guess combined, we have 90 plus startups uh, in terms of experience. So uh, in 2021, actually we have been, uh, the reason why we are called Authority Institute is that because we help SMEs position themselves as the authorities in their field. Because think about this, when you think about uh, low-cost uh, low uh, tickets, the first name that pops to mind is Asia. When you think about shoes, Nike, Reebok, uh, the Adidas, the name will come up. But are they necessarily the best products? Not all the time. Uh, okay, sorry, Nike fans. Uh, if you ask me, uh, sketches make way better comfortable shoes for old, old men like me la, or hush puppies, right? And then uh, is Air Asia the cheapest all the time? Not really. Uh, like last year when I was in Taiwan for a month, uh, for a month, I Cathay Pacific was actually the cheapest. I get to visit Hong Kong some more uh, during the riots. So, so, but it doesn't stop the market from like thinking, hey, uh, you know, I better check Air Asia first. Why? Because they are the authorities when it comes to low cost, uh, uh, low cost, low cost. Uh, carrier. And then you shoot, have the Nike, yeah. Yeah, so how can SMEs become like that as well? Because don't forget, uh, AirAsia started off as an SME as well for a short time before they got their capital injection. Nike also started, all businesses, even Facebook or Grab, they all started off small. But uh, along the way, they become the market leader, which means that if you can replicate the success, so SMEs can also become the authority. So, uh, so like I'm known in the areas of copywriting or email, uh, in my last 17 years, nobody have come and asked me, hey, Maverick, uh, you know how to steam fish or not? You know how to fried rice or not? Because I can literally cook myself to the hospital. So I, that's not an area I'm an authority in. So I think moving in 2021, uh, I think why being a market leader is important is because the shitty thing about COVID is customers are exposed to regional and international stuff. Because for a short while, when we couldn't get the stuff we wanted locally, we actually, when we go to Lazada, we, we try to order from overseas and all that. And then after that, we realized that, hey, actually we can get a lot of stuff overseas. I can attend training and whatnot. So if the local players don't position themselves well, you actually have an international uh, you know, uh, arena to play with. So like Jason, I know you do uh, a lot of Facebook ads, for example. So yeah. last time maybe in, uh, you can play in Southeast Asia and all that, the market is rich. But during the last couple of months, the buggers from like US, la, Europe, la, they start doing their courses and whatnot. And guess what? The Malaysians uh, uh, business owners or your uh, future clients, they have been exposed to it. So now they, their mind shift really, oh, I don't need to take from Jason or Andrew or Maverick anymore. I can actually take from someone outside. So now uh, you guys basically, or even me, myself included, we have to reposition ourselves to say that, hey, uh, our content is either localized we understand the local market a lot better look at my clientele they are all in locals they are not are more companies and whatnot so that message was not necessary earlier this year but next year and the next few years i think it's going to be a big thing because customers are becoming smarter already definitely definitely that's i totally agree because i was always sharing with my students because uh, also, because I, I would say shitty COVID, but I have to thank COVID because it actually changed my business model. And now we are more uh, international facing. I've actually learned with more than, you know, uh, actually in the past few months itself, we have learned with 500 over people from not just Southeast Asia, even people from US, Canada, New mm. Zealand, Australia and all that, you know, just because of the, like what you say, 
people know, people realize that they have the ability and, and this is what we call the accelerated digital evolution. Even my, even my dad started ordering things online, then you can tell how much it impacted our life, you see. But, you know, but when it comes to digital marketing, you see, Maverick, um, there are different school of thought. The different people will have different perception. I see like certain people will think that, you know, that let's say when we talk about, of course, we want to talk about website and then uh, the so-called the digital assets that we own, even our Facebook page and all that. A lot of people will have different focus. Certain people will say that I must have beautiful picture, you know, mm. good video. You know, I've spent a lot of money to do super awesome video. But at the end of the day, uh, why do you think, I'm drawing the first blood here. Why do you think copywriting is one of the, if not the most important element when it comes to position yourself in terms of getting started to become the authority, like what you mentioned just now? Uh, okay, so actually just now you mentioned something interesting because right now, uh, if, actually if you go to liveinternetstats.com, uh, you'll see a lot, uh, internet activity has gone up by at least 30 to 35% uh, year on year uh, starting this year. Uh, so which means that there are actually more and more people actually online right now. And it's evident because if you look at your Facebook timeline, there are just shitloads of ads. And last time you, you, can, you may only see local ads, but now you actually start seeing stuff from the internet. So there's actually a lot more noise in the market right now. So if your copywriting is not done well, not only can you cut through the noise, you, you will be suppressed. You cannot create attraction. And worse, you cannot create demand. Create attraction is getting people to look at you. Creating demand means getting them to actually want what you're actually offering. So there are three levels. Uh, so everybody else is generating noise. Uh, the better copywriters, uh, those with some copywriters, they will actually generate attraction but the best are the ones who are always generating demand so the key uh, so and the only way to achieve it is with i think over time is also the cost so uh well we still have time so we can actually do this so if you ask me when it comes to how you get results when it comes to marketing uh if the first thing is actually to look at uh bias insights so, let me so this me. one cannot run if the more you understand the customer the better uh, the second thing is actually your copywriting uh, power, which means that how well you are when it comes to wording and stuff like this. The last thing is actually your marketing dollars. This so, become a course already. Awesome. I like this. Uh, so it's a uh, can, we, can we copy down this inside the comments so that our, our audience who... Yeah, go ahead, man. Anytime. Uh, yeah. so, so where most business owners get it wrong is that when, they, when I ask them, hey, these three things are... Which one do you think is the most important? Of course, marketing dollar. La. I got more money. I can PR already. Ma. Uh, don't forget, you this month, you can PR. Next month, you can PR. Can you guarantee every month you can continuously non-stop put 5,000, 5,000, 5,000, 5,000? But if you spend some time to understand the buyer's insight, why are customers actually buying your stuff? And second, you, you know, spend some time to like learn copywriting and whatnot. These are one-time investments that you can actually use for a long time. Yeah, so if you ask me in terms of importance, I would say this one is 3x, this one is 2x, this one is 1x. Lah. So that's why uh, I'm not saying that marketing dollars are not important. It is, but if you actually spend time to understand the customer first, why are they actually buying you, uh, buying your products and whatnot? Because like Jason, I know you do Facebook courses. Uh, I'll be honest, there are a lot of other people who offer the same. So why the customers follow you or why they buy you you have some USPs, okay? Uh, and the best way is actually to ask them. No. So when Authority Institute started back then, we have a client who uh, who actually, we, 
we, we ask, hey, actually, why you chose us? They say, oh, because you are old. So we are like, shit, like, that's actually not the best. <laughs> but I say, oh, no, no, not old, not old. It's your season. You all got, got business experience. So we were trying to appear young because a lot of the digital marketers are young. You see, like Jason is so young, right? Uh, so uh, <laughs> then we, we know that we cannot compete with that because uh, and as young as Jason is, there are even younger digital marketers coming to the game every day. So the, oh, yes. they like join with TikTok, la, can do this. La. You see, I also know how to do that and all that. So sometimes we can't even keep up anymore. But then we realize that, oh, it's actually our combined uh, years of experience. We have taken businesses from offline to online before. That's the reason why the clients actually chose us. Mm. And as a marketing consultancy firm, we did not figure it out on our own. We actually have to ask. So if you ask me, how, how, how do you know buyer's insight? Simple. The next time when you close a client, just go and ask them, hey, can I know why you buy from me? Uh, but make sure you collect money first. Huh? You haven't collect money, <laughs> go very far off. It's like, yeah, Andrew, why should I buy from you? Uh? Then, so once everything is done, collect money, <laughs> then just ask. Because sometimes the, uh, so, so, some, some, uh, so when we ask this to our group, uh, our clients say that, oh, uh, because you provide the A to Z, so we used to say complete 360 and all that, but the client's words was A to Z. And you know what? We use their word. Mm. So when they say, oh, because you guys are bullshit free, of course, we can't, we can't use the word bullshit. So they say uh, no fluff and all that. And a couple of people mentioned that no fluff. So guess what? We basically use that in our copywriting as well. So we don't become good copywriters just because we are talented. I think because you have to start listening first. Like they said, I've got to give you two ears and one mouth, right? So you have to listen more. Although I can argue that God give me two hands so I can write both sides, right? But you know what? I'm not gonna... God has already tested us this year, so God, uh, you know, forget. Eric, <laughs> you know, I have something more. Yeah, you mentioned uh, why why me. I uh, also like to add one more thing is uh, you should ask your client as if, why now also? Why mm-hmm. me? Why now? Why me? Why now? Uh, yeah. Very I think the, the three questions is why this? Why, why digital marketing? Why, why me? And why now? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. I mean, that actually pretty much sums up about what actually, uh, you know, why, what, what, what are we able to look at when we are actually looking at copywriting? But I think a lot of people would like to learn something about how do we learn good copywriting? Is there any insights that you can share with us, which is, you know, uh, is there any way that we can actually effectively learn copywriting in a faster way or in a more effective manner? What would be your take on this, Maverick? Okay, so the tough thing is that, uh, like Andrew, you know, like I have this thing with swipe files. I, I don't, I, I use swipe files to refer, uh, but you must know what type of lens you need to read the, the swipe files from. Yep. So I always see that people want to download other people's swipe, swipe files, swipe files, but you have to understand that the way they write uh, may not context be- Context is different. Yeah, context is different. So they don't know how to break down and then they end up copying and they didn't work. One sales copy can work can make million dollars, but you copy the same thing, you just change it to your stuff, it may not work for your audience. Why? Because again, it goes back to bias insights. Yep. So uh, for me, uh, but having said that, uh, I having teaching copywriting for so many years, I realized when you give people a blank piece of paper, uh, it's always very hard for them to write something. So usually what I tell them is that, let's say there are five levels uh, when it comes to copywriting, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, you, at the start, you use templates, okay? Like, uh, how do you start and all that? Uh, yep. You use templates to fill in the blanks and all because that is a lot easier for you to start. But please know that 
it will only bring you to level three. Okay, uh, to basically go to level four and level five, you have to basically say, hey, math, here's your template, take back. I want to start my own. I want to do my own style. That is at level four or level five. But, uh, but if I straight away want to bring you to level four and level five, most people will die standing. Like they can't even write the, uh, with the empty piece of paper. So usually I have to give them templates. Law. So that's why you see blog posts, right? How to benefit one and benefit two seven ways to benefit one and all that. So uh, so that is actually to help you get to level three. But after that, you realize, uh, then sometimes they come with the controversial one. It's like, uh, I thought the beggar was a poor man until I saw this, uh, then clickbait. Lah. So that's like level four or even higher. But you need to have some form of context or experience first. So, uh, so I guess what we do at Authority Institute is that we try to give the templates but whenever we give out a template, we always tell them that please, this is only to, like it's like uh, bicycle. Uh, eventually, you know, use for inspiration rather than to. Yeah, you, you need to you you use the bicycle. Uh, eventually, you know you need to have the two wheels front and back. But I putting on the training wheels first to get your confidence started because if not, you won't even start riding the bike at all. But one day you must know that you must remove uh, the training wheels. True. So when it comes to uh, so uh, I hope that answers your question. I can't remember what it was. Uh, uh, why copywriting? How to learn good copywriting? Yeah, how to learn yeah. good copywriting? I muted myself, you know. Because yeah, okay. So uh, okay, I will tell you this would be an unfair advantage, but because I have, I can write poetry. Okay, oh. so like this one before uh, we started, we were talking about a lot of uh, Kenneth. You, if you have the chance, you can invite him for this show as well uh, for next year. Uh, definitely, mm. because there's no more this year. Uh, so he, he used to write lyrics and then a couple of copywriters that I know personally, when I asked them, hey, can I know last time, uh, do, you, do you write music or do you write lyrics or do you uh, write poetry or some form of word art? And always the good ones, the answer was yes. Okay, it's either they, they are good in music or something. Mm. Then uh, it occurred to me that because most of us, when we read something until today, we are still reading one time in our head. There's this little voice inside. So if the voice don't sound nice, then they will say, ah, this copy is not interesting and stuff like this. So if you look at a lot of, uh, like a lot of the rings, for example, some people don't like uh, to read it, but it's actually very uh, poetry, especially those people who love it, right? And they can read it again and again and again. So there's a certain sound. So like, for example, uh, energize, equip, uh, empower, EEE, you can start the same. Uh, people always try to look for patterns in chaos, uh, maximize, emphasize, recognize. So uh, you can start with the N as well. So when you use this type of words inside your copywriting, right, it makes it easier. Okay, so these are some cheats that I can basically like, but end of the day, you still have to go back to buyer's insight first. You have to understand why they actually buy your stuff. Okay, then you need to hit the pain point. Huh? It's just that maybe you need to use their words rather than yours, and then combined with some poetry, I guess it will work. So for me, uh, because I'm an oldie as well, I never really love the songs of the new era. I always like those in the past. Why? Because they bother to rhyme their songs. Nowadays, the songs don't even freaking rhyme on. It's like, like simply <laughs> throw words, put, and then come out like, you know. So it's there's noise like, rather than uh, melody. Yeah, noise. Yeah, so like even Chinese, uh, so because I used to be from Chinese school, right? So there's always like, 
like seven words, seven words, seven words, and then now I've got seven, eleven, six, five. I'm like, and then in between they just <laughs> and then go to the next sentence. Hey, that's like that's like cheating, Feeling the blanks. Yeah, of course, some people always say that because back then they were smoking a lot of stuff, so that's why they can't be great shit, right? But <laughs> and I, you know, to become good copywriter, you just try smoking. If it works, it works, lah. I disclaimer: yeah. this is not a recommendation, but. No, not not from us, not from the three months, not from Maverick as well. This is it's an observation. It's a hearsay, hearsay. Someone say that you know that's why Maverick was just quoting. <laughs> that's interesting. That's interesting. I mean, okay, awesome, awesome. So basically, I, I I agree with you. I think that's one of the reason why a lot of people can't write. I think in a way, I personally can't really write well. Uh, but I think a good way, another tip that came to mind, Jason, is that uh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, is sure, if, sure, sure, sure. If someone can let you know, let you see, uh, the difference between a normal copywriting and a good one, uh, after you see a few times, right, and then you, if you can break down the structure, you see why this one is better because they start like this, they start like this, and all that, and you notice the words that they use. So if they train, it's like you are driving without your proper lenses. And then suddenly I give you the lens that you suddenly can recognize that, oh, because of this sentence, that's why it's better and whatnot. So I think to educate them, they must first be able to know the difference between uh, normal average copywriting and good copywriting. Most people actually can't tell the difference. Okay. Uh, same topic, it, uh, it, it must be same topic. Yeah, it must be same topic, but it's like two ways of writing it. And then you, then you, you must... Then you show it to them. Like, the first thing is that they must be able to differentiate first. If they can't even differentiate good writing and bad writing, right, then pointers really low. So that's why when it comes to hiring copywriters, uh, here's a tip for most people who are listening in. Uh, if you <laughs> hire a copywriter, it's going to be more expensive because they are good, right? Because they can get sales and whatnot. But if you have to train a copywriter, uh, go to university, uh, you know, those who study Finnish writing, journalism and all that, uh, when you want to interview them on the spot, ask them to write something, which is about one A4 page on the spot. Don't, don't answer this. Just give them a prompt. You saw a cat jumping off the bridge, dot, 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 and then ask them to continue. It doesn't even have to make sense. But whatever they write, if it's not interesting, they are not good enough. Because the first thing of copywriting is they must be able to tell a story. So if you cannot tell a story, whether you can close the sale with the story or not, that is something else I can, we can teach later. But if you can't even write a story, or you can't even tell a story, uh, it's going to be a bit hard. Yeah, that's so that's how we really awesome. choose. And we have a spin-off question over here, which is, you know, Maverick just share with us, how do you interview a new copywriter? Whether this person is trainable to become a good copywriter in the future. Right. It has to be somebody who is able to just, you know, quickly just create a story or tell a story from nothing. Even, even it's really something that is like impromptu and just plucked out of the thin air. And even it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But I want to go back to the question, I mean, the, to, the, to the point that you shared with us just now, you know, uh, mm. where it's good that we can actually do see comparison between, you know, you were saying the first element is you need to be able to differentiate whether what is good and what is bad. Yes. Uh, how do we do that? Is there any way, like learning from you or what else? Well, uh, either you can look, uh, I think there are a couple of uh, copywriting examples out there that are good, right? So the, the, the bad thing is that they only show you the good one. Uh, they don't show you the normal one. So you need to go and find the normal one somewhere in the same industry. Uh, okay, but you want to look at the good ones. Uh, pharmaceutical is one of the best, uh, especially those that are selling uh, diabetic or, you know, those kind of products. Those are, those are tough to write. Yeah, one of the toughest. Uh, Cannot you to write. writes that. So yes. uh, because they are, 
you can make millions from it literally. So that's why those writers are those who write pharmaceutical stuff or that one is one of the best. Uh, if you ask me lah. So study good copywriting at the start. See their structure. Uh, and and I think this is a good place to start from there lah. So I think uh. A, a good metaphor is, is that if you have always been driving a Toyota and then you look at the Lexus and you think that, oh, yeah, it's just another Toyota with the L only. Lah. But yeah. if you've been inside a Lexus, oh, okay, quite different. Lah. Okay, you need, so they need to be in the Lexus to understand, oh, there's actually a difference. It's not a high-end Toyota because it's totally different. Right, right. Can I add something? Yes, I think I did share with the others before, but not Maverick. Lah. Pharmaceutical, yes, really. I saw one advertisement before. They said, warning, if your erections uh, last longer than four hours, please consult a doctor. <laughs> Viagra. Really, as in, they're not telling you, they're giving you a warning. No? They're not telling, they're hinting you that the erection will last more than four hours. Uh, uh, as in, hinting, smart, right? Yeah, smart. Uh, and, and they cannot promise you more than four hours. Uh, then, then when people eat this kind of pill, what they want, they want it as long as possible. In terms of uh, the, the period. Uh. <laughs> so that one liner, well, is everything encapsulated into it. The other one I come across is uh, this uh, uh, this line Happy Father's Day for those who never use Durex. For Durex, yeah. Uh, <laughs> for those who don't use That's good. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. So one liner. So in a way, these are really classics. No? So in a way, do we really need to? Reduce that into one sentence. Is this is this the formula or is this a standard? Uh, not, not necessary because it uh okay uh when I teach copywriting right, I usually don't tell people oh you need to be seven words or eight words and hours because what if your epic headline mm. is ten words? No matter how you cut uh, it's ten words. You know what? Just use it because uh, if it's interesting enough, people will read. People will watch. So the the reason why it has to be short is sometimes because if on an email, uh, Andrew, you know this as well. Like if it's too long, sometimes they don't see the last few words on the phone. Uh, but that should be the only reason. Other than that, don't keep on limit like oh, must be seven words, must be five words. I think that just hampers uh, creativity because okay, like most people say that a good movie is two hours. But guess what? Avengers uh, Endgame is three hours long. And the best part is that it's so freaking interesting. The body function can stop working. You don't need to pee one. In the three hours, <laughs> you don't need to pee at all. Zumba. Yeah. And then after that, and uh, credit come out. Oh, no, no, no. Marvel uh, always got end credit one. You wait some more, wait for the extra 15 minutes, and then nothing, just a tong 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 sound on it. So you go out <laughs> to the toilet. Girls, I don't know how you pee, but guys, as we're standing in the urinal and we pee unload, right? We realize that, wow, actually, my bladder. Quite big also. Yeah, because then the thing is interesting enough. Netflix, when we binge watch, when we read a book, like sometimes certain books, you you pick up the book within one sitting, you can finish. But as right. you read the business book, uh, four years cannot read finish one. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. So it's so it's, it has nothing to do with the length anymore. It's actually uh, as long as it's interesting, people will read it. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's good. That's good. That will lead us to one of the questions that coming from the audience. We have Chiwai. Chiwai is our, I think Chiwai is our fourth marketer. Huh? So Chiwai has a question for, for, for Maverick. He says, what is your take when it comes to creative writing for Facebook ads? You know, do we follow Facebook's suggestion on words limit uh, or should we go for long copy? Uh, which one is... Which one is your preference and why? I mean, that 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 is kind of like Chiwai. Chiwai always had 
has a has an angle to pull everything back to Facebook, you see. But 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 I think that's that's a very interesting question. Yeah, it uh, is. We would like to hear from you. Sure. Uh, okay. First, it depends on what product you sell. If you are selling, like you know, like Apple pencil, la marker, la stuff that you can get off Lazada. Frankly, the only copywriting you need is the price point. Because other than that, people are, because it's a commoditized thing already, right? So, so but having said that, if you're selling something that's conceptual, which is the person cannot see that kind, uh, I am a strong supporter of long-form copywriting. Okay, because some people say, I have so long, nobody read one. The fact that they read, you already filter off because a lot of people don't understand that. They think, hey, I want to get a lot of leads giving you 1,000 leads. And then after that, you have to go and like, go on the call with them, qualify them. And end of the day, you only get 10. I'm saying you have a bad nurturing process. Uh, I mean, yeah, actually in a way, a bad uh, filtering process because 1,000 leads come in. After Ting Tong, everything, only 10, only you get. So what, and you're wasting a lot of time. You're actually churning through 900 plus leads that don't make sense just to get the other 10. But what if through the long copywriting, because it's so interesting and you are pressing on the right hot buttons and all that, and they read. So you don't get a thousand, maybe you get a hundred. But from the hundred itself, if you get 10, hey man, you just need to burn through 90 instead of uh, 900 and 90. Yeah. So this one was in a way indirectly taught to me by uh, uh, Vision Makiani from Mind Valley. So when they first started, because they are like one of the coolest company in the world, the Google, blah, blah, blah. So a lot of people want to apply to join Mind Valley. So the moment they put out a job posting, it's that like, boom, like 2,000 over people applied. So it's like, oh man, how am I going to go through 2,000 applications? So he decided to put a criteria, shoot a cover video. Shoot a cover video of yourself on why, uh, on yourself, not even selling yourself or why you should join a company, just shoot a cover photo. From 2,000, it went down to 200. So in a way, they have already filtered off. If not, Vision will have literally had to go through 1,000 800 people who would not have fit because they assess the attitude, you know, it's not right already. Lah. So in that case, uh, you have to, to me, uh, different people will have different opinions. For me, if you're selling something conceptual, uh, long form, only if you are limited by the platform. Like for example, long form, you can't really do it on LinkedIn. Because LinkedIn, I don't know why until today, Rick Hoffman still die die must have 1300 characters what if my story long a bit cannot so yeah that's like, a frustrating part. What's, the, what's the problem they, even videos are maximum 10 minutes only like like so cheap right like the space very expensive that kind anyway <laughs> uh but of course uh bearing in mind facebook headlines for example always test on the mobile because you can write as long as you want but sometimes the bad words gonna potong gonna cut so that is only the few times where I would say, okay, then no choice, we have to cut or make it concise because it's limited by the platform. Uh, you will always be limited. Like when you go on billboards, uh, if you think writing on Twitter is difficult, try going on billboards, man. Billboards is even harder because you have even lesser words uh, to actually- Character uh, count. Yeah, character count and stuff like this. So SMS, marketing and whatnot. So long is good. Uh, if you can, that's why I think if you can go long, go long uh, That's why emails can go as long as you want. But if you are, whenever you're limited by the platform, then you have to comply to the rule of what to do. Right, right, awesome. Thank you so much for the question first, Chiwa, and thank you for the answer, Maverick. Now, what if you are actually joining us uh, up? You know, just just, just uh, stumble upon this video and all that. 
what you're watching now is the Three Marketers Show. I'm your host, Jason. I have my co-host, Manfred and Andrew over here. And every week, we do one live session like this for an hour to, to talk about, to discuss about one specific topic about Facebook. I mean, sorry, digital marketing. And today, we have Maverick. Maverick is the guy that you need to talk to, you know, when you really want to get serious about copywriting. And Maverick is sharing with us, um, you know, his, his perspective for a lot of questions that we have actually drafted for him. But if you have any questions specifically about copywriting, feel free to type in the comment below. Uh, you know, it's all good. You know, all questions are welcome and we will do our best to address your questions, right? So before I go next to the next question, basically, uh, remember, this is where we go live every Wednesday at 10 p.m. If you're watching this, remember to hit the follow or like, or if you're watching this on YouTube or on Spotify or iTunes, which is where we are at, you know, everywhere, uh, remember to hit the follow and subscribe button to make sure that you'll be notified whenever we go live. Now, I want to bring back to the next question we have here from Maverick. Uh, you know, we got interrupted a little bit just now because it was actually on the floor. I wanted to look at it further. You were saying that pharmaceutical are usually of good copywriting. What are the other topics or so-called what are the other so-called industries that should possibly uh, we should, you know, refer to in order to look for good copywriting. That's to train ourselves, you know, to get ourselves into Lexus, BM, Mercedes or whatnot, right? We mm. need to actually train ourselves on that. So would you be able to elaborate a little bit more on that? Share with me more on that? Uh, okay, if you go into a market where uh, it is, uh, the more competitive it is, usually the copywriting gets better. So like, let's say if you are the only one holding the product, uh, in the whole of Malaysia, for example, technically you have no competition, then I, you won't see the need of a copywriting because technically you're the only one holding it. So you just need to be a bit better. Uh, you, uh, in terms of market sophistication, you're at level one. Uh, you basically <laughs> dominated the market already. Uh, but truth be told, uh, thanks to China, there's hardly any first thing in the market. Like within two or three weeks, there's already something else. Uh, so if you ask me what industries to be, just like you mentioned a couple of car companies. Uh, yes, car companies, they get it right. Uh, personally, I like, actually Mind Valley has really good copywriting as well. So I like to look at anything that is more uh, conceptual because physical products, I'm not saying that physical products uh, don't, don't need copywriting. You still need like Tesla's, uh, Tesla really well uh, copywriting. Um, Apple, obviously, that's one of the better ones. Uh, and if you want, uh, check out uh, churches that are actually doing really well. Kingdom City is one of them. So because if you ask me what's the longest lasting product in the world, it's actually religion. So religion, uh, language have changed borders, uh, you know, uh, going across cultures and all that. And, and, and the market has changed so many times already, like grand, great-grandparents, ancestors from don't know how to speak English to English, and yet the product, until today, it still exists. So, okay, you can, you can say that because of the Almighty God and whatnot, or Buddha, or you know, whatnot, but if you just put that aside, and we look at religion as a product on its own, it actually can stay, because there are some religions that didn't last uh, that long. They, they couldn't pass it on uh, as, as long. So I love to look at Christianity because they are in a way very modern as well. So they managed to like use uh, either marketing or copywriting. Okay, so, so for the pastors who are listening in, I'm sorry, I don't want to compare religion, <laughs> but truth be told, sometimes when you look at even churches, where they place churches, right? So of course the pastors will say, oh, it's a will of God. That's why we have to put the church there. But if you put that one aside for a while, you actually realize that successful churches always built around 
communities. There's always a hospital nearby. There's always a school nearby. So if you look at a few and you started to notice the trend, so okay, maybe like the God has shined light on that spot that day. But if let's say I don't see the light, I can still duplicate the success in one way if I replicate uh, these things over here. So, so that's the reason why uh, people say when you want to be good in marketing, right, study uh, religion. Because if you study history of how religion propagate from one country to another country, one culture to another culture, you would have understood marketing because no product have lasted that long. But if you want to be good at branding, study Korea. Because 30 years ago, nobody cares where Korea is. Right now, there's K-pop, K-drama, K-economy. Uh, we, they just won an Oscar. And in the next couple of years, I won't be surprised, a couple of uh, Asian-American uh, actors will actually be, win Best Actor already. So, and yeah, because 30 years ago, Korea is just another OEM place only. But the fact that they can brand it uh, best product to study actually. So, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. That's cool, that's cool. I mean, we have picked up a few things definitely and one of the surprising one is really, I agree. I think definitely religion is one of the longest lasting, especially those churches. Yeah, but no offense to Eric, uh, just be objective, like, you know. No, I think totally, totally agree. I mean, uh, it's not being whatever we were trying to discuss how can we actually learn from the best and we're saying you guys are the best right yeah. now uh, a chi has uh, has a has a follow-up question now mm. he was actually seeking for clarification whereby you know uh chi says can i ask in clarity again what were the few template keywords you know he was looking for deeper again you know that is good to guide us newbies to raise the copy structure to level one to three you say uh, like energize etc would you be able to just um uh, you know I will try to type in as much okay. as I can. So a couple of things. Uh, so when it comes to headlines, so headlines, if you do the how to, da, 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 you know, uh, how, to, how to fix a broken heart, how to win friends and influence people, because how always promises a solution. Because we always ask, well, how, Manfred? How, 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 how? So, so it offers a solution. So when someone click on it in their mind, psychologically, it's like, oh, when I click this, this guy is going to promise me some form of solution. Okay, so that's one way. So that's one option for you. The second option is that if you can do like three ways to achieve something, like three ways to score a hot chick before Chinese New Year, or uh, three dishes that you must eat before you die, you know, stuff like this. Why the number three is because, or three, five, or seven, usually it works really well. Because when they click on it, it's like, okay, la, now Manfred say got seven things I must eat. Uh, even if I can eat the one thing, uh, good already. It's worth it already. So that's, that's what goes through their psychology again. So again, uh, this is not something that come up with because once you study them enough. So that's why if you go to, oh, we can look at this right now, actually. So if you go to, uh, let's say Google, uh, you go to, this is called, uh, for those of you who do blogging, this will make sense. Uh, those of you who don't, then uh, it's just entertaining. Okay, so let's say you type in something like wedding gift ideas, right? Okay, let me just zoom in so everyone can see. Okay, so, so okay. You can share screen, it's okay. You can share screen. Oh, no, it's fine. This one, I think, is good. Uh, ignore the ads at the top. So the first one is 23. 23 best wedding gift ideas. And then you scroll down 58. Eh? Wow, got 58. Eh? Scroll further down. Huh? 73. You know what? We would tend to look for the biggest number. Okay, so this, this don't apply in 
uh, uh, I mean, don't take something buta-buta. Mary said, oh, must put 73, then must put 73. No, it's, uh, when it comes to blogging, uh, this one is SEO. Because psychologically, why I will go for the 73, even though it's not the highest, is because uh, this bugger only give 23 only. I waste time only reading. This one will give me 58. Let me check further down. 73. So they will go for the one that's, oh, it's 102. Can win already. Wow. Now. <laughs> yeah. Because in the mind of the customer, it's like, if I go through this 102, impossible one. Boko Lengan. Impossible. I cannot get one idea. But if I go through the 23 one, maybe all the ideas I cannot pakai. Yeah. So, so that's why once you understand the psychology behind it, uh, Chiwa, it's a lot easier uh, so that's one uh, and then after that if you can always follow this uh, I didn't create this uh, this has always been in ads uh, until today uh, the format system which means that if you can start with why what how and the call to action and the flow must always be like this which means that your your first sentence must be the why Okay, so why should I be reading this? So you must answer it. So like Air Asia again, their tagline, everyone can fly. I'm pretty sure when Tony Fernandez mentioned, hey, this is my slogan, everyone can fly. No idiots in the room, I would say, hey, why, uh, Tony? Uh, why do you want to make everyone fl uh, fly? Uh? No one will ask that. They will ask, okay, what, what must I do to fly? You say everyone can fly, right? What, uh, uh, what, what, what concept you're using? What thing you're doing? Are, we, are you going to give us ganja or something? Or, or how? 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 Are, you, you say everyone can fly. How? Or some people will say, hey, Tony, here's the money. Take it. I want to fly up right now. So even when you go to Chichongkai or you go to like Chatucha in Bangkok, you, you, you go and search around. You just look at all the pasamalams and stuff like this. Uh, usually the salespeople, they, they may not be very proactive. Lah. So they let you see. But the moment you are, how do, does they, how do they know that you are interested? Because how much you ask for price? How much? Uh, then suddenly you see uh, the wire mouth open ready. They are ready to because if not, I uh, yeah, this Andrew guy, he just he, he just uh, looking only last. Yeah, look look see, look see. Yeah, because how is actually the trigger. Okay, but having said that, even though I say you start with how over here, but in a proper copywriting uh, format, you have to start with the why first. Uh, we tend to make the mistake of going to the house. Hey, let me show you how to solve this problem. Uh. Uh, step one, step two, step three. And then the reader will be like, what problem? Uh? You, you didn't set the context. So the context is actually in the why. It doesn't have to be long. Uh, it's just a context. And then after that, they, then you talk about the details. Then you talk about the, the nitty gritty, the features, and then the call to action. So you can follow this. Now, just now we talk about lenses, right? The next time when you see a good copywriting. When you read that time, how you know it's a good copywriting, you actually read until finish. Lah. The fact <laughs> makes sense. You watch, uh, you can watch and even though the product you know you never buy one. Like Jinsu knife can cut the shoe one. You want to cut what shoe? You buy the shoe, <laughs> you buy a knife just to you cut, cut the shoe. Don't make sense, right? But you know what? You watch it. Okay, the next time you watch back the advertisement, I guarantee you they got follow this format one. They start with the why, the what, the how, and the call to action. They uh, can go around that it, uh, any uh, newspaper ad that is good, uh, any email that is done well, they will always have this format. So which means that you need to transfer this format over to your copywriting as well. Even if it is just uh, Twitter ads, even though it's very short, you have to focus on the why. Lah. This one I've been, so, been using since 1970s, man. So uh, I guess it still works until today. Lah. 
Maverick, one question. Yeah, man. The, the numbers are all these are 23, uh, all these are uh, 102. Uh, does it necessarily always try to keep it as odd numbers? Well, hard, to say. Uh, hard to say. Uh. Uh, in emails, I do know 3, 5, 7, 9, and 10 work better than 2, 4, 6, 8. Don't ask me why. So after so many years of split testing, uh, 3, 5, 7, 9, uh, they are odd numbers, but 10 actually can outperform as well. So okay. uh, anything longer than that, your email will tend to be a bit long. So, uh, But if let's say you're doing a blog post and whatnot, I think you can go beyond 10. Uh, but usually 7 is kind of like the sweet spot. Mm. 7 habits are highly effective people. I, yeah. 7 days. Yeah. I so can find the reasons why as well. It's Sorry? I can't find the reasons why uh, it works, but you know, there's there's nobody can seem to be able to answer why it is. But is this applicable for copywriting? Yeah, it is. So if let's say you if you got four methods uh, to do something, you say three three methods, uh, people will click the three one more than the four one. But of course, if you die that one to put the fourth one inside, then you just put bonus tip at the bottom or something. Mm -hmm. So that one's fine. But the title itself must be. Three, five, seven, nine. All numbers are because all numbers stick out, so people will pay attention. I don't know, man. Some some people say that oh, because in our mind, anything that is odd, we try to make it even. But even as I tell you this, it sounds like bullshit, lah. So I don't think it is. It's just I don't know. Just what the way is, <laughs> Yeah. Correct. Uh, if you want to do one, then it has to be the only thing. Da, 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 da. So uh, then it also add. Then that one is oh shit! I have to read that email because it's the only thing. The uh, scarcity, FOMO, all that comes in again. So you see, actually, copywriting and I think marketing in general has a lot to do with psychology. Nothing to do. I think technology is useful, but technology come and go, ma. Some of you are on Friendster before, right? Yeah. Uh, I said Friendster is like, oh, you're not a Friendster, Jason, loser, are like you? Loser. And when, when Facebook came out, it cannot go on Facebook I one. It's like so <laughs> Yeah, let Facebook. Uh, Technologies do shift. And I think uh WhatsApp, they just announced, right? They're gonna start doing ads um on WhatsApp as well. So I think uh if you if we learn something that is too tech driven, uh there could be a danger of us being phased out. What if like, like Apple and Facebook right now, that's gonna that's a huge issue. I don't know how. Maybe it's just media publicity. Like remember last time, Samsung want to sue Apple. Apple and sue Samsung. Actually, I don't even know what's the outcome of the case. But, yeah, we, no but it's basically just. Uh, I think Steve Jobs just called Samsung one day. Hey, how much is your marketing budget? One million, right? Okay, you know what? You put one million. I put one million. I sue you. Sue me. You know what? <laughs> publicity in the newspaper. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I, I hope China and US is not really the, the, doing the same thing. Yeah, probably doing a similar thing. <laughs> now, I, I want to bring up a question from Richard. Yeah, just the suckers over here watching, right? <laughs> now, uh, we have a question from Richard. says, Facebook is sensitive to copy that are identifying people. How to go about that? But Yeah, I, mean, I think that's correct. Uh, I cannot not like... Uh, okay, like for example, one of the best tips when it comes to copywriting, right? It's like, uh, instead of using we, like uh, we all know that... Uh, Najib is a crook. I'm not talking about Najib Raza, I'm talking about Najib, somebody else. Somebody <laughs> Najib. Yeah. yeah, we all know that Najib is a crook. But the moment you change it to you and I, like you and I know that Najib is a crook. That's inclusive uh, languaging. You are, I'm actually including you in the conversation. But of course, grammar teachers will say that, oh no, la, you cannot say you and I, you must say we. 
uh, but even Facebook right now, I see they actually tend to pick up the usage of you. you. Oh, yes. And your. Yeah, your so that's one of the killer. Uh, it's a very good strategy, but uh, Richard, you're right. Uh, because they are just sensitive. The moment you are insin insinuating something, it's like, huh, are you suggesting that I am a crook? Then uh, the bots will come in and, you know, nowadays they will like close off your account first and then after that, talk later, that kind of. Is, uh, yeah, yeah mine, mine just mine just got an ad rejected because of personal attributes, uh, and I only had one you inside the headlights. Yeah, uh, so, uh, I got know one video where I say, hey, uh, if you want to convert your Facebook friends into paying customer, also cannot because okay. I mentioned Facebook friends. Yeah, but I'm talking about Facebook friends, so I cannot talk Facebook okay. groups anymore. What else uh, am I going to call it? It's a trademark thing. Yeah, uh, which is my overtime. Uh, I mean, I love Facebook ads, but it's just. I mean, Jason, you know, like, last time it's really cowboy town, man. You can do whatever yeah, you want. Now, like, a bit, a bit, gonna, yeah. and... A bit, a bit, reject. Yeah. I, I totally you, agree with that. The you and all that, like, like sometimes do you uh, do you want to make more money? Uh, okay, they want to show gonna, I'm sorry. Confirm uh, show, they want. <laughs> yeah, uh, do, you, do you want to maximize your uh, sales? Okay, nothing really harmful, but... Even do you that two words together as a, in the form of a question? Yeah. So can I already. Uh, uh. A reminder: We are on Facebook Live. Uh. Yes. <laughs> Facebook Live is another another thing. It's wow wow west. That's why even though when we are running ads, right? Even I mean, Facebook has an exclusion feature that you don't want your ads to appear in live because they all they definitely understand that live is a lot more yeah. you know, fluid yeah. and definitely people will come up with some whatever words they they can't control. They can only control after that. They can't be like having the AI monitoring every word that we utter out from our mouth, right? Sooner, so, la, one day. Sooner <laughs> later, man. Uh, yeah, day. I mean, that's one thing. <laughs> now, you I want to bring you to the last Facebook ads is you have to do Facebook Live. You have to oh, yeah, do true. eight hours of Facebook Live every day. You just talk nonstop. Uh, maybe that's the secret, you know. Rather than spending so much time in ads, you... Myself, you do Facebook lives, right? That's one way. La. <laughs> and and, and, and another thing that people will talk a lot is you really, I, I partially agree. In fact, I quite agree with that strategy, which is, you know, uh, you, sh you should start looking at other channels like YouTube. Yeah. And, uh, other places as well, because you, you can't put all your eggs in one basket, you see. The, right? key, is, uh, uh, the key is omnipresence. So it's like, you cannot be just on one platform. Uh, Gary V always say this, like, omnipresence will be like seven platforms. And we got a team of 50 people, of course, you cannot. So, <laughs> uh, but you. it's still a good platform to go. So, I think uh, that's why now, even for us, we do more uh, video retargeting, video retargeting. Uh, so, we only, uh, mean, I think Facebook watches the conversion and traffic ads a lot more because those make the most money. Ma. So, yeah, so if you do the lesser conversion ads, but you target those who have watched your video before as a retargeting campaign. Uh, I guess lesser chances, like, I don't know. Maybe because the amount is lesser, maybe they, they don't look at it that much. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we have, we have one question from, from Richard again. But I think Richard is getting a little bit more uh, specific in terms of uh, his thing. Yeah, but it's good. But let's try. I mean, I'm not sure whether Maverick can, has any experience on that, but I think you, can, you, you definitely can relate. What, what do you suggest as copy for brands looking for? Recruiting dropshippers. So I think it's I, I think it's valid because um, it's a great policy that you can't really yep. do. Yeah, on in terms of dropship and MLM. So what will be your uh, approach when it comes to this? Okay, this one has nothing to do with copywriting anymore because it is uh, because they have something against MLM and dropshipping and uh, 
some financial product like, like one time cryptocurrency and yes. then for what can for what cannot I don't know lah. So uh, so then you need to start thinking. So Richard, let's say you're trying to convert, uh, trying to recruit drop shippers, right? So it's then you need to take one step ahead and ask what drop shippers usually search for. So maybe it's like how to get uh, a checklist to find better conversion rate or conversion rate calculator or uh, one thousand. Uh, exporters you must know in China, create a lead magnet of sorts and then get them to download it. Because if I'm not a drop shipper or if I'm not in the e-commerce or logistics space, then why, why do I want, want that lead magnet? But if, let's say I'm in that list, I say, hey man, there's 1,000 other alternative routes to bring from China to America during COVID, for example. So use that lead magnet. It has, you don't have to target drop shippers uh, directly and you don't have to mention drop shipping at all. But the drop shippers who see it would actually realize that hey, this is a good tool, and then they will download. Then you have to kind of take them offline and nurture them or emails or something else. So, so that's why sometimes they say uh, uh, you, you cannot be the kung fu master with only one kung fu. If let's say your kung fu is only copywriting, uh, then die out. In this case, so a copywriter will give an answer is that oh then we need to put up the word a bit but as I guess that separates a copywriter and a marketing consultant because immediately I know you there's it's a gray zone okay whatever I say maybe it may not work as well so why not we change something else entirely so people always ask us like why do we call ourselves new profits consultant because if a cafe were to engage a digital marketer. So let's say they're already making like 1.5 mil a month and whatnot. So the digital marketer will say, hey, do TikTok ads, lah, do YouTube ads and stuff like this. But you know, to add on, if you're already hitting 1.5 million right, a month, to add the additional 100,000 on top, it's actually not easy. It's like stacking the Jenga blocks and putting it one block. But so where new profit consultants like us come in will be, we realize that, hey, actually your 79% uh, of your customers actually take away. They don't drink at your cafe. They take away. And most of the time when they drink hot coffee, nobody take the hot coffee and drink on the spot. They will definitely hold it for half an hour. Why not you put some advertising on the sleeve of the, uh, of, of the coffee cup and then you sell the advertising space to other companies like I know, Maybank or Grab. Because people will be holding that cup for the next half an hour. So that is the definition of a new profit because it has nothing to do with marketing the cafes anymore. It's generating new income. So that's the difference between a digital marketer and a marketing consultant. So a lot of people, I, I just hate it when people try to put all of us in one basket, but it's actually not the same because we are, we, like that one is single-handedly creating one new revenue stream for that cafe. If I notice they have, the, they have a roastery, so maybe they can roast their own beans and you know, sell it on the site or whatnot, uh, that's an additional revenue stream again. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. I think this is really one of, one of the... But sometimes the, the, the client also, they always expect people, digital marketers like us, uh, like, like we wake up in the morning, got one blue button, uh, we press the blue button, boom, money comes down. Hey, really, if the money comes down, uh, I, I won't be doing this already, I'll be doing something else. They, when yeah. they, Consulting yeah, already. <laughs> magicians, you know, like, Wow, just because I get Manfred on my team, uh, boom, sure my sales will go out. Uh, if the product doesn't work, if the business model is koyak, it doesn't, it's not a good business model, marketing is just going to amplify the problem. I bet it is. 
Yeah. I, I mean, that naturally links us to, I think before we do the wow, I mean, let's do the wow later on, but I think it rhymes mm. right now. I think let's do that. Share with us more about how can we work with you, you know, Maverick. If there is anyone watching this and they want to actually turn things around, they want, yeah. to, they want to find new profit in their business and all that, you know, uh, how can they work with you? What are the options available? But meanwhile, I'll be posting your Facebook page link onto my chat right now. Oh, sure, so please you. share with us more on how can we work with you. Okay, so just now we were talking about how in uh, 2021, your personality had to come into place because believe it or not, you usually you have a friend who opened a restaurant or cafe one, sell a bit more expensive. But you know what? You still support that friend. Thank you, ma, friend, ma, kawan, ma. Yes, your wife will ask, hey, Andrew, why I always go? The nasi lemak so not nice. Ayah, friend, friend, la, support, la, charge a bit more uh, relationship. In 2021 and moving onwards, actually, we already see it this year. La, the need for human connection is stronger than ever, uh, to be frank. So people will choose brands that, uh, that they can resonate with the person. Wow, I, I buy the product. It's not because of the product. It's because of the CEO or because of the founder. I, I want to become like him. La. So mm. it becomes an aspirational figure. So each business right now, cannot the, the owner uh, cannot hide, hide behind, behind. Yes. the brand anymore. Uh, last time, 20, 30 years ago, like you don't know who is Unilever's boss, you don't know who is Pepsi's boss, and that was okay. But now, even the big company, the bosses uh, have to come up. It's part of their KPI to have how many appearances, you know, like to talk where and stuff like this, because uh, they must be able to relate to the person. So for next year, uh, that's why we have the market leaders uh, intensive program, uh, like in 10 weeks. The idea is to make you a market leader in your space. So let's say you are the you are in the photography space, you are the king of photography. Like somehow you are in an area that nobody else can compete with. How do you become a market leader in that area? So that's usually so that's one way where we help uh, experts, like those solopreneurs, those who are doing it on their own, how do they set up the necessary systems for them to become a market leader? Okay, so they can go uh, more and more. But for those of clients who are already quite established, if you already have a turnover of a year, let's say one, one million sales, give or take about one million. And if you're just relying on one revenue stream, uh, just not like I mentioned about the uh, cafe business. So that's another consultation thing that we can do. Like that one we take on a case-to-case -case basis uh, because we need to know whether you've got new profit to uncover or not. Uh, but most of the time, if you have been in business for three years, there are actually some gold mines that you're not monetizing. So that one, that's where, it's not just me, uh, my business partner, Datuk James. I mean, the guy have gone through four IPOs, man. So 80 companies, four IPOs, 13 industries. So that's where we will come in to map out a new business model for that gold mine we just found. And then, of course, the marketing thing have to come in as well. But that one, I think the business will be quite established. If you are constantly doing one to 1.5 mil a year, uh, then it's something that we can talk about. Awesome, awesome, great. Well, I think well, it's already about more than, I mean, it's over one, 11 o'clock right now. Uh, more than one hour already. Wow. Awesome. Now, uh, we just want to quickly wrap one with, uh, you know, uh, the WOW, the website of the week that Maverick suggested. Maverick, you want to do the honor and share with us, tell us a little bit on how to use the word hippo thing? Oh, sure, man. So, uh, just like I was mentioning that uh, if you want your copywriting to be good, it has to sound nice and all that, but, uh, okay, like, uh, if there's one talent that I have, I really do have poetry writing. Like it was really bad growing up with that talent because 
People, yeah, so girly one, Maverick, you like copy, you write copy, uh, you write poetry. Yeah, last time people are damn sexist, one, you know, it's like, oh, you write poetry, you must be a gay already. Yeah, I'm just happy, gay as hey, the girls love it, no. Yeah, I'm like, so I, I, I write in, in silence, so I need give to special girls only, like, you know. So uh, then I realized that, man, my copywriting skills is, uh, it's because of that talent over there. Uh, so I naturally, I can make words rhyme quite easily because it's yes. a talent. But this bugger who created this website basically took that talent that I have and make it free. <laughs> so what you can do is that, let's say at the top, you can see stuff like synonyms, you know, similar words, thesaurus, uh, definition, rhymes. Rhymes is good. So you click on rhymes. So let's say you have to find a word that rhymes with terminate, then you find it. So you come up with the list like replicate, aggregate, alternate. So I guess that, well, if you want to get terminated, uh, then make sure you get separated first before you replicate your, I don't know, sperm or whatnot, or, and then accelerate your income. So that's how you find the words over here, uh, which is kind of cool. Uh, but this one I have to give credit to, uh, the founder of uh, Swim in 12, EJ, also a Kelantanist like me as well. So he was the one who recommended this. I'm like, man, this is such a big cheat shit. So why this is useful is because, uh, okay, so sometimes, uh, let me give you an example of how we can, okay, this is uh, something that we did last year. So uh, when we still can do live events, I think Andrew, you were there. So, oh, uh, sorry, it's, let me, That's the new profit uh, meetings, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So he, uh, now this is another one, but this one I use it as well. So if you notice at the bottom here, so that's conquer new markets, create new offerings, close new sales, all CCC. So this one, most people won't notice, but when they read that time, they saw, they, they will see the pattern. Okay. So people, will, uh, human beings, we are always looking for patterns like, uh, very unfamiliar. Is it something that I know before? So that's why like this C, 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 then how do you find? So you can basically use words uh, over here. So last time we have this uh, program called New Profits uh, Masterclass. So how do you outdo, outlast, and outperform? Out, out, out. So it sounds, uh, so there's a certain rhythm to it. So if you can use word hippo, just play around with it in the next, uh, rather than playing the new PS5 on Nintendo Switch. Uh, this is a good tool. For you to, uh, because you may think that, ah, this one is poetry, it's nothing to do with copywriting, but believe it, when you do, if you find the word that sound nice, uh, because writing one sentence is easy, but putting two or three sentences together, uh, it's actually quite hard because you need to make it gel and stuff like this. And uh, you don't have a lot of time. That's the sad part because people are giving you like two, three seconds of attention only. But if you sound nice, because when they read it, in their head, it sounds nice, there's a higher chance that they will continue reading. So this is something that a lot of copywriting, uh, they call themselves gurus, like, I don't know what's that, uh, that they don't teach because I realized that uh, they will give you templates and whatnot, but this is something that if you can master this part, uh, it becomes a lot easier for you to, uh, to, to create copywriting. And then uh, some of you may ask how to find words like conquer, create, close. You know what, for you guys who are listening in, there's another, uh, this one comes to my blog, but it's also my cheat sheet actually. So there's 254 
words that I've, uh, this is my personal cheat sheet. Anytime when I create benefit statements, I'll come here. So there's 254 words that you can use to kind of like highlight your benefits and whatnot. So I'm just gonna give you the link in the Facebook as well. Yeah, so these are little, little tools that you can check out. Uh, I mean, the second one is mine, so it's self-plugging. Wow, uh, we got a bonus from Maverick. Yeah, it's just that awesome. like, because I should find word, uh, you like, first came late. <laughs> yeah, we always use the word like learn, 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 but now you can. Uh, so the human mind is very funny. You cannot use the same word all the time, but there must be a rhythm or a pattern to different words. Okay, that's the hard, that's the thing that is hard. So if you so one of the reasons why I created uh, this list is because like if you notice, like optimize your profile, expand your connection strategize your content, uh, become an all-star. So the first word is all action-driven and it's not repeated at all, okay? Because mm -hmm. I don't want to show the repetition over there, but I don't want to use the same word maximize, maximize, increase all the time. So that's where this list um, basically came around. Mm. Cool. Awesome. awesome. I'm going to rewrite my sales page wow, again. That, that really <laughs> makes the, you know, uh, that, that really makes this episode uh, the, 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 one of the most important last episodes. one in the decade man. Had to last meet. one in the decade right awesome awesome thank you so much Maverick yeah, so knows, much. whatever religions thing that I mentioned your that, Facebook page gonna close this will be the last video somewhere. that is okay then <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn to YouTube right? we we'll go YouTube yeah <laughs> if you see my page poof become a you know pumpkin then you have to follow what, me on or something yeah <laughs> awesome awesome you know this is really a, one of a great episode and uh, Dindo was saying Maverick is sick. Maverick, Dindo is from Philippines. Uh, we have a bunch of friends coming from uh, all around the region. So if you guys want to learn from Maverick, Maverick has been really teaching awesome stuff on his Facebook page. I've already leaved the link in the, you know, in the, in, the, in the chat. And if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll be posting the link together uh, in the description. Make sure you hit on that. And uh, yeah, is there any last thing you guys want to share? Want, want, want to ask Maverick? You know, yeah, I know he's tired and it's already like 11 ish already. So, yes, else, you, know, you know, one of the things, uh, the resolution that didn't happen uh, this year, I wanted okay. to sleep and wake up on different days. I think Andrew, I mentioned that before. Yes. That sounds like and wake up on different days because most of the time, I don't know about the, the rest of you, but the fact that you are still awake at 11, yeah, you need to bet that you sleep and wake up on the, on the same, same day. day. <laughs> I'll try to, but I'm actually a night owl. So uh, I'm one that is, uh, I can focus very well in the morning. That's why I wake up at five or six to do my work. Uh, but I'm the most creative at night. Mm -hmm. uh, my mind is the most. That's what, then you sleep in the afternoon. That's why you work until 12 o'clock, right? Then after you sleep. Yeah. That should, should be the thing. Awesome, yeah. awesome. All sleep right, I mean. Uh, interesting area to explore. Definitely. <laughs> Super awesome. Thank you so much for being here, Maverick. And uh, for anyone who wants to work with Maverick, remember to hit the follow. I mean, just follow his Facebook page and, you know, just talk to him and see whatever he's actually coming up, right? Uh, he, his, his programs are always very much sought after. You really have to lock in whenever they release anything. So yeah, that wraps our last episode of the Tree Marketing Show for the decade. Thank you so much for being with us. It's already the 15th episode. Next week, it's going to be the new decade and we're going to have episode 16 and hopefully we're going to hit 100 episodes um, you know one day but today thank you so much for Ma for, for being here Maverick and uh, what are you watching Maverick. yeah it's really an honor for being you know 
No, thanks for having me. Three guys. marketers to have you. Okay. <laughs> That's four marketers in the room. Already. Yeah, today four marketers and usually it's like we have to yeah, I think we should probably consider changing the name. But yeah, three, and then we always have the fourth. Mm -hmm. I think that's the idea, right? I don't okay, know, but so, Tristan sound a bit better. Foursome is... <clears throat> yeah, like you say, three is better than four. Dida have to kick off the one, and that's the bonus, right? I think that's the thing. <laughs> okay, like we do a three plus one. Yeah, I think that sounds right, right? Okay, I think that wraps this episode of the Three Marketing Show. Thank you so much for staying with us up to now. And uh, really, from all of us... Uh, happy New Year. You know, we definitely 21 is going to be the best year for you yet and let's work on, hard on it. But with that said, enjoy your holiday wherever you are because this is where, you know, you can chill a bit and, you know, make your 2021 count. So with that said, this is going to be the end of the episode 15 of the Three Marketing Show. See you, we'll see you next week. Same time Wednesday at 10pm. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, guys. See you Thank next you. week. Thank you. Bye-bye.